Hello, this is Pastor Corey Ehrman. You're listening to my podcast. I hope it blesses, encourages, and inspires you. I pray that the Holy Spirit will touch you through this teaching. Thank you for tuning in, and God bless. Matthew chapter 14. I'm going to read from verse 13. A little becomes much when you put it in the master's hand. Say this after me. A little becomes much when you put it in the master's hand. Praise God. So Matthew chapter 14, I'm going to read from verse 13. When Jesus heard it, that is, John the Baptist had been um, executed, he departed from there by boat to a deserted place by himself. When the multitudes heard it, they followed him on foot from the cities. And when Jesus went out, he saw a great multitude, and he was moved with compassion for them and healed their sick. When it was evening, so notice it was very early in the morning, pretty much at sunrise. Now it's evening, sun is setting, it's been a long day. His disciples came to him saying, this is a deserted place, and the hour is already late. Send the multitudes away that they may go into the villages and buy themselves food. But Jesus said to them, they do not need to go away. You give them something to eat. Then they said to him, we have here only five loaves and two fish. He said, bring them here to me. Then he commanded the multitudes to sit down on the grass, and he took the five loaves and the two fish, and looking up to heaven... He blessed and broke and gave the loaves to the disciples and, and watch this, disciples gave to the multitudes. Disciples gave to the multitudes. So they all ate and were filled and they took up 12 baskets full of fragments that remained. Now those who had eaten were about 5,000 men. Besides women and children, that's another way of saying 5,000 families. Amen. So if you add the women and children to the 5,000 men, who knows how many? 20,000? 25,000? 30,000 maybe? I mean, we're talking about a stadium full of people. Amen. That's a lot of people. That's a lot of people. It's interesting, of course, you know, how, when, how the disciples approached Jesus, you know, that it had been a long day as if Jesus didn't know. You know, and it was a deserted place as if Jesus didn't know. How many times you've actually gone before the Lord and told them all the circumstances? It, instead of praying, you're just telling the Lord the circumstances. Lord, been a long day, deserted place, big problem. Can we send the problem away? Because if you think about it, that's what they wanted to do. Send the people away. <laughs> like, we don't want to deal with this problem. Just send it away. You know. And then, of course, look at this. That they may go into the villages, buy themselves food. They immediately had a strategy. Right? They immediately had a strategy. We need to send these people away so they can go to the villages because we're in a deserted place. We're out in the open field. Let's send them away to the nearby towns that they may go and buy food to eat. 
And I'm pretty sure back in those days, they didn't have a whole bunch of restaurants open at that time. In the evening, you know. They didn't have the all-you-can-eat buffet open. Life was quite different back then. Usually everything kind of shut down when the sun went down. Everything opened when the sun came up. Their day started very early, and they, their day ended very early compared to what, you know, the way things are for us. So it's not like all these people are going to go and find food to eat somewhere. You know? And, I mean, just, let's just bring it to the modern-day situation. What if there is no food to buy? Hmm? What, is there, what if there is no food to buy? What if there is a food shortage or something? You know, you got 5,000 families and five loaves and two fish. And if you actually look at it, it was, Bible says they got it off a little lad, a young boy. They took it from a young boy, and then now that's all they have, and they want to send the problem away. But Jesus tells them, you give them something to eat. You give them something to eat. And then, of course, when they tell him all the problems, Jesus changes his mind and he says, yes, I do understand. Yes, now that you've told me about the circumstances that I was not aware of, I have to change my mind. I do apologize. I repent. I changed my mind. I understand the problem is so big, you can't do anything about it. Sorry for asking. <laughs> well, you know, God is not a man that he should lie, neither is he the son of man that should repent. So he didn't change his mind. He said, you give them something to eat, and they're going to give him something to eat. Amen. Amen. But they only got five loaves and two fish. Amen. And they got 12 disciples. Amen. So could I get 12 men up here, 12 disciples? We do this occasionally here at the church. I just want to illustrate. Hallelujah. Who's going to be Judas Iscariot? I'm, just, I'm, te- I'm teasing. I'm teasing. I'm teasing. What do we got? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. I need three more. 10, 11. And number 12. Hallelujah. So he's got 12 disciples, five loaves and two fish. Now, five loaves and two fish is already nothing compared to the need. So he takes nothing. He breaks it apart into 12 small nothings. Right? The Bible says he looked up. He blessed it. Right? Gave it to the disciples. Because remember, he's not going to change his mind. Right? Because he already told them, you give, something to, you give them something to eat. All the people are seated, seated, and so now disciples, please go feed the people. Just go around, feed the people. Don't throw food at them. I'm going to slap you. Go feed them properly. Do it like a gentleman. My Lord. Some of these disciples, there were a handful. I, I, I feel for Jesus. I know exactly how Jesus must have felt. Yes. Go feed the people. Go feed the people. Go feed the people. You know, you, you have to understand how long that would have taken. And they came back. They came back, of course. You know the story, guys. They didn't go, go back and sit down in the blue chairs. They came back, 12 baskets full. 12 baskets. So come on, show me 12 baskets. They came back with 12 baskets full 
of bread and fish. And the Bible says, they all ate and were, were what? Filled. Filled to the full. They got seconds, thirds, and yet still, look at all this food that's now multiplied. Twelve baskets full. Twelve baskets full. So, think about, where did, when did the miracle happen? When? When and where did the miracle happen? The miracle happened actually in their own hands. In the hands of the disciples, right? It happened right in their hands. As they gave, and, and think about this. The multiplication was happening faster than they could give. It was happening so fast that now there's a handful. They got to put some in the basket. They got to put some in the basket. Come on now. The multiplication is happening as they're giving. Right? The multiplication is happening as they're giving. As it was leaving their hand, all of a sudden there's more in their hand. And whatever that left their hand, there was probably twice in their hand after what left their hand. So now, well, wait a minute, hold on. I, I, I got some for you, some in the basket. Whoa, whoa, some for you, some in the basket. Some for you, some more in the basket. So they started out with so little... But it multiplied supernaturally because they kept giving and giving. And the miracle continued as long as there were people to feed. And when the last person was finally fed and they didn't and couldn't give anymore, then the miracle stopped. And if there had been more people, if people had heard about it, I don't know about you, but if I, man, there's people getting fed over there. If people started to run into the crowd, they would have got fed too. Even though the people had been there all day, if they showed up at the last minute, they would have been fed. If somebody just snuck into the crowd, they would have been fed. Because, you know, it took a long time. I mean, you guys just went around, and that was, and if you actually went to everybody here, that would take five, ten minutes. But imagine thousands of people, how long that took. A little becomes much when you put it in the master's hand. They start out with five loaves and two fish. They gave it to Jesus. He looked up. He didn't look at the circumstances. The problem with the disciples were they were looking at the circumstances. Jesus looked up, blessed it, said, okay, now you're going to go feed them. And the disciples did feed the multitudes, even though I know usually the titles that are added by men into the Bible says Jesus feeds the multitude. It was actually the disciples that fed the multitude. Amen. Because Jesus said, you give them something to eat, and they gave to the people. Amen. Hallelujah. So say this after me. A little becomes much when you put it in the master's hand. If you keep giving, the multiplication keeps happening. When you stop giving, the multiplication stops. And you can never outgive God. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. You can never outgive God. Thank you, disciples. And stop throwing food at people. Supernatural multiplication. What happened to my Bible? Thank you. 
Hallelujah. And John 6 verse 9 tells us it was the little boy's lunch. Hallelujah. So there's always a little boy with a lunch. There's always a widow woman with the last jar of oil. You know, but God always uses what you have in your hands. And you have to mix faith with it. Many times we're expecting Brother Big Bucks to show up. But sometimes it's the little boy with the five loaves and two fish. But God will take anybody's anything and supernaturally multiply it. If you'll just trust God. If you just trust God, he will supernaturally multiply what you have in your hands. The problem is, again, you're talking to God about your circumstances. Lord, you see all my circumstances here? Stop talking about the circumstances to the Lord. Hear the answer. He's going to give you the strategy. Step out and obey. Do what the Lord's telling you to do. One word from God will change everything. One word from God will change everything. Hallelujah. Praise God. Step out and obey. The miracle keeps happening as long as you keep giving. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, whatever we have in our hands today, we put it in your hands. It's much greater when it's in your hands because of the supernatural multiplication and the blessing of God. We trust you. We trust you. We trust you, not only for provision, but for supernatural increase. We trust you that you would use us to feed many. We trust you that you would use us to do mighty works for your kingdom. We yield and trust you for the the miraculous and the supernatural in our lives. In Jesus' mighty name, speak to everyone about what you would have them do. What is it that they need to do to see their breakthrough? What is it that they need to do to see the overflow, to see the multiplication, to see the increase, to step over into the realm of the supernatural, to step out of the realm of the natural where they're bound by circumstances, but step over into the realm of the supernatural where there's an unlimited supply, where there's an overflow, where there's more than enough to get the job done. We thank you for it, Lord, in Jesus' name. And everyone who believes it, shout amen. Amen. Thank you for tuning into my podcast. I hope that you have been blessed. I would like for you to consider two things. Number one, subscribe to our show to receive notifications of our new podcasts. Number two, support our ministry of reaching the nations with revival by clicking on the link in the description or visiting our website, riverwpb.com. Thank you for tuning in. Look forward to you joining our next podcast. God bless you.